Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Round 11 teams. Let's get into it, shall we? We have... A few little updates here, but actually not as crazy as last week. So if you uh, don't want boring, then jump out now. But if you want to listen to my voice, then keep it going. Let's do it. Cowboys-Knights to start us off. What a cracking game this is going to be on Thursday night. Cowboys looking for you know a fifth win in the last, what, seven games would be delightful. Uh, improving a lot. And an interesting change this week is going to be just the one there with Tommy Gilbert. So Cohen Hess failed HIA. He's going to be uh, out for the week and Gilbert starting. So a little bit annoying. He's at a very interesting price, but I think for at, for, at this stage of proceedings, with his extra minutes, you'd imagine he's going to get in the eight jersey. They're obviously pretty happy with how he's playing as you know one game back in and he's moved straight into the starting side. And he's obviously very, very good in terms of his PPM in the fantasy game. And when we're looking at Gilbert, the issue with him is the fact that he doesn't play 13. So he would be a fairly decent option, I think. Just based on on what he's done in obviously his short time playing uh, in in, in you know, for the Cowboys, but in in fantasy in general, he, he scored really well. But at, you know, only getting two games out of him before a buy, I think, is a a silly option to try and bring him in. If you're playing head to head, then he's you know he's a slight option this week. In terms of the rest of the squad, not really too much to talk about apart from Tavololo, and a few people obviously still talking about him. If you're playing head to head, I'm completely happy with you bringing him in straight away. If not, I'm targeting him in round 14 as a bring in. So. Uh, there's that on that side of things. On the on the night side, obviously Tex is going to be playing. You know, he's going to get. He had last week. He's got this week. He'll have. Uh, he'll have at least around thirteen as well. But for him, that thirteen's really killed any um, any money making potential with with you know with Tex going forward. Kurt Mann at number six jersey still got a little bit more cash to make. Is scoring pretty well in that six jersey and and will continue to do so. You'd imagine and hope that the Knights play a little bit better than what they have been doing, even with Ponga out. This should be a fairly close game, you would say, uh, and he should be able to score pretty well and maybe get some more attacking stats in that one there. Crossland's been solid, but he shouldn't he shouldn't be playing in round 13 with, with Blake Green coming back, you'd imagine. So uh, that's that there. In terms of the rest of the guys, Clemmer's scoring okay, but he's still not enough for me to, I think, really push to bring him in. Just hasn't... Just hasn't had the punch that he's had in the, in the last, you know, the last year or two, with those attacking stats not coming, uh, unfortunately. Uh, Braley's still scoring solidly. Not too much to say further on him. Frizzell's been amazing, but again, I'd I'd hold off bringing him in until at least round fourteen. From fourteen onwards, he should 
Uh, he should only miss one game, but depends how they go with resting and things like that, or if he plays 80 minutes in, in, in Origin, for example. Uh, Fitzgibbon, I think you can just keep waiting, see if he, uh, his price keeps dropping down. Barnett playing very limited minutes, unfortunately. Uh, him and Watson did play a few more minutes, but with Barnett, you're wanting him to play closer to 60, I think, for him to be a really good option. So again, someone whose price could come down if there's injury in the in the second row again or something like that, and we can slot him back into, into our sides. Connor Watson, keep holding him, if you, especially if you're playing overall. If you're playing head-to-head, if you want to move him on, you can. Um, Blake Green is in the reserves this week, so Crossland might be out in the next week or two. Uh, just, just keep that in mind with that game there. On the Warriors and the Tigers side of things, a couple of changes on the on the Warriors side. Obviously, Aiken stays in his spot. There's no changes with Roger or Walshy, for example, with him still in the on the interchange uh, bench there. What I really hope is that they work out that Roger shouldn't be sitting on the wing. Surely he can he can play as a roaming roaming player in there in in, a, in attack, and they can move someone into the centers or. You know, to the wing in place of him there when Walsh comes on the field because that's you know very dangerous if you've got Cody Nikarima there, you've got CHT, you've got Walshie and you've got Roger roaming the middle and, and going side to side. I think that's the way to play it. But again, we're keeping an eye on Roger and where he ends up playing over the next few weeks before we decide to move him on because I think he's definitely a hold at this point. Um, Cody's still scoring well if you've got him in your side. Walshie, is he a buy this week? Look, the way you got to think about it is, yes, he's played his way into a into a good minutes roll like he did only play 46 last week which you know against against some decent sides he probably won't score amazingly yes he did all right against the storm but you know this week he should score well again against the tigers so that's something to think about with walshy you will get two games out of him if you're playing for overall he has gone up a fair bit in price and the worry would be is if you don't get him in now is he going to be too expensive come round 14 when you might look to pick him up so that's something to think about and if you feel like you're going to get enough points out of him over the next two weeks and you're not too worried about you know, if you're someone that has a fair, uh, like a, a big chunk of, of round 13 players already set up in your squad, then maybe you can pull the trigger. But someone like myself, I'd, I've had a bunch of guys that have, that have you know, dropped out that I thought that were going to be playing in 13. And, and I'm only going to bring in guys that are playing in 13 over the next few weeks. So I'll be holding off on him. And similar to, to Harris, I think two weeks away from, from the buys, you can, uh, you can afford to wait another couple of weeks and get him in, in round 14. And you've got him for the rest of the year. Uh, who else we got? Tiger side of things, yeah, not too much to report. Dewey stays in the centers, which is annoying, but against the Warriors, he should be able to score fairly well still, you'd imagine. I'd be holding Brooks. Moses Mbaya, people are like, oh, is he an option? Look, if he's going to keep this position, that 308k is very, very, very cheap, right? Let's have a little look at his stats. We'll slowly get there. My internet has been bad lately. Um, who else we got? Twile. Let's talk about him for a second. So the minutes have been a real issue. Can you hold him, hold on to him for another couple of weeks if you're playing for overall? I think you can, and you probably have to. Yes, there's, you know, you could trade him on to, to someone scoring a bit better, but you know, he's not going to get 40 every week. You'd imagine closer to 50 at least, and, and at his price point, you're, you're not losing out too much. That's going to be the question there. Other one there with Lucy is hopefully he's going to get back to 80 minutes. If he's getting that 70, it's going to be a real pain in my ass. But yeah, that's that there. Um, yeah, let's talk Moses now. So. In round 10 there, he gets 27 at 5'8". So really, all these points came from tackles, which was a little bit boring, a little bit annoying. If he's averaging 27, he's not going to make too much cash, right? He's sitting in a break-even on 23, average of 24. So he's priced at that point there. What you're looking for with him is, is for him to score a lot better. And I think you can wait another week or two and see how he's going. If he starts to score a bit better, then then you can definitely pick him up for round 13 and, and maybe as a little sneaky cash cow 
through the middle part of the year. If, if the Tigers start playing better and, and he has a, a bigger role, let's say, but um, obviously that 27 is, is not terrible, but not amazing at the same time. Sean Bloor keeps his interchange spot. I would be trying not to target him just for the fact that his, his minutes are still really low. And until that changes, I think you can wait out on him. Stefano's in the 20 jersey. Surely he gets a chance at some point. Surely. Otherwise, I'm going to have to get rid of him. But I think Simkin's definitely a trade-out. Um, Stefano's still sitting around there. Unless there's an injury to Little, then, then Simkin's a man to go. Um, yeah, oh, we spoke to, didn't speak too much about Warriors, did I? Um, just with the uh, current situation. So we're not exactly sure how many weeks he's going to be out for, but if it's more than, let's say, three, because you think about it, you've, if you've held, if you've brought him in now, you've brought him in knowing that he's not going to play 13. So it'd be like, okay, you miss next two, 13, and then he's back, and you, you'd expect him to get back into a decent minute roll. Um, obviously coming off an injury, though, how are they going to play this? So there's so many question marks around that. And they've got guys like Murchie, Murdoch Vasilla, Tavango can play you know, obviously through the middle, but you could, there's got guys they can swap and change there. So a little bit annoying for Currens. Bailey Syrian got injured as well on the weekend. So yeah, what, what do you do with Curran? I think you just try and wait a few days and see what happens uh, with his injury and what, and what they can do around that going forward. And we'll make a decision a little bit later in the week if that's okay. Uh, in terms of the Sharks, nothing really fantasy relevant, is there? So as you got Teague Wilton, like they haven't made any changes. Sean Johnson's back in 18 jerseys, but he's not going to be an option until possibly round 14. Max Vegas stays on the on the wing. Not that many people have him, but he um, he takes over. Uh, Pereira comes back in, but Ravalawa goes goes out. So I think Vegas definitely on the chopping block after his bad score. Jack Bird, I think, is still a great option in your centres. Was clearly their best player last week. Just just worked so hard. Um, yeah. Came in the middle, did really well. Looks so damaging on the edge. So I think he's a great option for your centers and he's a keeper in there. You wouldn't think he gets an origin jersey this year, but maybe in uh, in years to years to come, if he if he can stay on the park and keep improving, then I think he'll be sweet there. The only ones to think about here, Ben Hunt, you hope that his price keeps going down. McCulloch, the minutes has been an issue. I've had a few questions asking if we should bring him in. I think you should just hold hold the boat. Um, wait till his price comes down a little bit further over this next few weeks. Uh, and if he gets back to his 80 minutes, even closer to around 13, then you can pick him up then and be a bit more confident. But right now, I'm a little bit unconfident with him. I was looking for Alvaro to get a get a chance in the 13 role, but wasn't to be. Farmer Silly gets in there. Depends. I, I don't think his minutes are going to be big, though. He wasn't getting big minutes off the interchange, so maybe he's like a 30 to 40 minute kind of guy uh, going forward. And, and that may be... Gives a few minutes to, to someone, like, a few extra minutes to someone like Alvaro because their interchange is very, very inexperienced with Jaden Hunt and Junior Amone there. Uh, Jackson Ford's in the um, in on the edge as well. So let's let's bank on a few extra minutes from Alvaro this week. I'm thinking 40 would be delightful with for about a 40 score. So might end up being able to play him this week. Uh, what do we? Yeah, should we go to talk about um, Maguire and Fuamana, who are obviously the, the big dogs out with five weeks each, and Ravalawa with two. Um, yeah, if you've got Maguire, you've got to trade him out. Same with Fui, as they won't be playing over this next little period. So that's that, unfortunately. Titans and the Dogs. So we're looking at not too much here on the on the Titans side. Brimson, I still think you can... I think at this point, if you haven't got him in over the last few weeks, you just wait until 13. If he gets, you know, there's a chance he gets named in the Origin setup, you know, as the number 14, possibly, or Ben Hunt. I think we can wait until that point now. Obviously, with Pap out, there's, you know, a little bit of an issue in terms of wing fullbacks, but I think you can hold steady. And, and wait for him. Fox is going to score pretty well, you'd imagine, against the Dogs, back to like his 60-plus scoring. 
um, after getting 48 against a good side uh, the other night. Uh, who else we got there? So Peachy's out for two weeks. If you've got him, I think you've got to hold because you want. Uh, it's lucky that he just took the early guild split and didn't go for it, and, and we would have missed out on 13. So he'll be back for round 13, which is good. So unfortunately, it's, it's a crappy situation. We just got to hold him steady to be able to play in that 13 buy. Uh, so Tino moves back to 13. Wallace and Fodawaker in the 8 and 10 jersey. Other than that, not too much to talk about. Kelly, I think he can still hold off on. Uh, and you know, his price isn't really going anywhere at the moment, so you can definitely wait. Uh, on the on the dog side, Aaron Shoup comes in, if that's how I say it. Um, but we don't want to talk about him. Not fantasy relevant. Luke Thompson's the only one in there. I think for head-to-head, you can get him in this week. If you're overall, I think you can wait till 14. Chris Smith had a few questions on. For him, we'll have a little look. But yeah, three, de- three decent games at 80 minutes. The other one to talk about there is... Um, uh, Elliot, who unfortunately gets moved back to the bench, which is pretty crazy. Um, in the 16 jerseys, you got Napa, Elliot, Corey Waddell. The question with Smitty or Dury, who are our starters this week, is is does Waddell get back into into the team? Uh, you've got Stimson and Flanagan there on the on the reserves. You obviously got Josh Jackson to come back. Uh, a few different guys there, and they could come in. And, and you know, Tony's been playing pretty well, so Jackson could come back onto you know number 12 jersey, and, and Smitty loses his spot. He also doesn't play in round 13, which is a pain in the bum. Um, break even at negative two is nice at 372k with three nice scores in a row, 49, 33, and 62. He does miss a lot of tackles. Just be aware of that. You know, 46 tackles, and he got 33 points two weeks ago. And yes, on the weekend, he was great. 38 tackles, five tackle breaks, a um, couple of turnover tackles, but I'd be expecting more scores you know, in the, somewhere between 35 and 50, which is kind of what his first two were. You have a look at his, uh, his games in... Uh, previous years, last year he had a, a forty in, on the on the second row. He had thirty five with a try in fifty minutes. There's you know, a few things there. If you if you're playing head to head, then he's going to make a little bit of money for you. But I I wouldn't be banking your life savings or your fantasy season on him. For example, Avrilo keeps doing well, and he's a decent option uh, in your centers for you know, a peachy replacement, but more for head to head rather than uh, your overall teams. Let's move along. Roosters and Broncos there, so not too much to talk about on the Roosters side. They're actually finally held steady with their with their injuries. Crichton did really well. Lockie Lamb, I think, is half a decent option after the buy rounds with Kiri out, so it'd be a very, very different setup compared to the start of the year when I was really high on on Lockie Lamb. Um, Teddy, I think you you just got to hold off on him. Probably a decent option in like 14. His, his price has obviously bottomed out now. Um, there's a chance that he goes absolutely bonkers this week. But if you're a head-to-head guy, maybe you can pick up Teddy this week at, at kind of his cheapest price. If you're overall, I'd probably hold off. Walker, I think you keep holding. Should have a decent game against the Broncos. Maybe he's a move on in 13. We'll, we'll work that out. Uh, Taukeaho off the bench as well, just something to think about. On that side, on the Broncos side, we, uh, we welcome back Albert Kelly to the number six jersey for Milford. And Tyson Gamble keeps his spot, which is good. Um, just something to, to think about with Farnworth. I know a lot of people are interested in him. He's actually spent uh, the first few days uh, of the week in the rehab group. So obviously carrying a little bit of something-something uh, and just and to see how he goes. But obviously really been a great option uh, in this Bronco side, even, even in a beaten team. Uh, Lodge has been scoring well over the last couple of weeks, but I'd like to see another one or two at a you know close to 45-50 clip before picking, picking him up. Uh, Palacia gets a spot in the number 11 jersey, but I wouldn't be picking him up as he's only a temporary replacement. Payne Haas, you're going to get a little bit cheaper over the next few weeks with his 41. Pango Jr., similar story with the 31 there. 
Uh, you'll get him a bit cheaper. Flegler, all these guys you'd imagine a much better score this week, so I wouldn't be too stressed about trading any of them out. And we'll move on. Uh, what else we got? Raiders and Storm. Guys, if you're enjoying this, please hit like and subscribe. I really appreciate all the support so far. Raiders and Storm. Uh, the other one there, I was, I was actually, um, I'm going to be on the, the Talking Lead podcast tonight if you, if you do catch this uh, earlier. Um, please jump on there. It'll be, be a lot of fun with, with the boys there. Um, yeah, tune in to that one. Raiders and Storm. What do we talk about with the Raiders? It's not a lot. Tommy Starling's probably the only one. And, and for him, it's like uh, Hodgson's out this week again. And the way they played it last week is Hodgson going to get up, come on and get 30, 40 minutes as, and, and play a, a roaming middle role and Starling keeping that spot. Is that how they're going to play this going forward? Who knows? You know, They, they could change their team at any time, uh, obviously with, with how Ricky's thinking at the moment and how the team's actually performing. You know, a lot, of, a lot of the time when that happens, as you're seeing with the, uh, you know, the Bulldogs, the, the Broncos... I'm sure there's another team, so Tigers, those types of teams that aren't doing so well, um, changing their team a lot. So they could do that with this. Um, but Starling is like, the question is, are you going to get really two really good scores out of him and then have the buy? Uh, you know, two good scores, lots of money to be made. Obviously, he's up in the 500s now, and he's, if he keeps scoring what he is, he'll end up in 700s. So is it worth bringing him in? I think definitely if you're a head-to-head player, it's worth bringing him in. You get great scores, and, and you know, you'd, you'd probably have a buy in, in round 13. Uh, for your head-to-head matchup. But yeah, same with Corey Howard and Ira. starting to score better now. We'll make money. We'll score well over the next few weeks, but is it worth not having someone in 13? You know, is it worth that fit, like a 45, 50, for example, over the next two weeks, and then having a zero? Is that worth it? That's the question. And the trade-in, too, when he's not going to be a keeper. Starling is probably more likely to be a keeper than CHN, for example. Um, on the Storm side, obviously, Pap's out. Nico Hines keeps a one jersey. Chris Lewis comes into six, which is... Interesting. I, don't, I doubt that's going to stay that way, but we'll uh, work that out from there. Riley Jacks, is he on the reserves? No, he's not. Cooper John's on the reserves, so that's an interesting one. Um, Brandon Smith comes back too. For anyone who held, I hope you did. Uh, other than that, not too much to talk about. I'll be holding Welch for the next couple of weeks. Uh, shall we finish off? Last two games. We've got the Bunnies and the Panthers then, and Latrell comes back, which is great. So Cody Walker, you'll see at six again, which is good. Um, who else to talk about? Gags in the centers. Hopefully he plays a little bit better with Latrelli. He seemed to score a lot better when he was there. I suppose the majority of the back line did, which is good. Um, yeah, not too much else to talk about on the bunny side. On the, on the Panther side, we've got Edwards scoring really well. He's a great option over the next few weeks. Stephen Crichton, you doubt, plays Origin has scored a lot better on this right side and, and will he keep that spot going forward? In round 13, he should go back to playing on the left, you'd imagine, and Momrovsky would come back to the right um, when Burton moves into the six or seven role. Um, so keep that in mind. He has been scoring better, and I think I've got a question. Uh, I've got to answer this question for, for K5 on um, on the Talking League pod tonight because he thinks I've talked him out of Crichton for some reason. Um, but yeah, Brian Toto with a lower game. be interesting to see if he makes Origin as well. If you haven't picked him up at this point, I'd say you wait until 13. If he hasn't been picked for Origin, get him in your side then because he'll be a little bit cheaper after that 23 on the weekend. Um, we still see no Spencer Lanyu, which is annoying. Kirk Capewell comes back into the side. Fisher-Harris has been great over the last few weeks, and I think he is a good option going into the buy period. Um, yeah, Spencer's in the 18 jersey. So there's that there. Campbell Graham, he moves back into the 21 jersey, so he's um, a bit closer than thought. I'd say it'd be definitely, well, not definitely, but I'd say it'd be a good chance he'll be a uh, return next week. On the eel side, not too much to talk about. Arthur keeps his spot, obviously. We talked about um, Dillbags getting uh, two weeks, so he'll be back next week. Reed Mane, great option coming into the origin period. Also with Papali'i, I think he can wait another week or two now that he's had a, a lower score and 
should be able to lose some cash and you can pick him up at a slight discount, which would be good. Madison, also a decent option. Just be aware there's a chance he plays Origin. Uh, that's about all on that side of things. On the right there, Trebojevic, if you haven't picked him up yet, like myself, I think you just wait another couple of weeks. Should, shouldn't go as well uh, this week against the Eels. Shouldn't. He has been amazing, though. Cade Cust comes into the sixth role instead of Schuster, which a lot of people were talking about, and yeah, nothing really changes that. I don't think he's an option. Obviously, with their buy in round 13, Schuster, I think you keep holding at least until 13. They've been playing pretty well, so does his scores continue to do well like they did last week? Um, yeah, going forward, or is he someone that you can move on in, in round uh, 13 there? That's about all, I think, with the uh, with the games for this week. There's no weird ones. Yeah. Um, so that's that, guys. If you've got any questions, please hit me up in the Discord or in the uh, the comments of YouTube. I really hope you've been enjoying these and, and got a lot out of this one there, and we'll catch you in the next one, guys. Have a good day. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 